welcome, welcome to the Educators Uncut Podcast. This podcast is about education from educators. We embrace all things education, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yes, the things that you don't want to say are the things that we talk about. My name is Olu, and this is my co-host, Dr. C, and we are the hosts for your new podcast, Educators Uncut. We created this podcast to share information about the education industry and serve as a voice for educators and their families. We chose this word uncut because we're uncompromising, necessary, captivating, uplifting, and transformative. All right. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and get started. I want to dive into this. The first topic we're going to talk about is this college board releasing African-American framework. Before we do that, Dr. C, I just want to tell our audience, we had to take a break. Um, yes, we life did. hit us. Mm-hmm. And thank God that Dr. C is good. I know she was a little under the weather and I was working hard. You know, I've been grinding all up and down the state. So we had to take a break. So I'm sorry that we were unable to create content for a month. But we do have to talk about something. And that is Black history. We got to talk about Black history and we got to talk about our important women in education as well, because Mm -hmm. we missed February, which was Black History Month. And then March is Women's Month, correct? Yeah, Women's History Month, correct. Yeah, I've been sick. We've been traveling. (laughs) Went to a couple of conferences, came back with COVID. We had Mm -hmm. some celebration birthdays. Somebody had a birthday a couple of weeks ago. Yes, I so did. So we took the time to celebrate sickness and health and blessings and birthdays. So, yes, we are back and we thank you guys for hanging with us still. And we're going to cover two months worth of content because today is all about you, our listeners. Mm-hmm. But we're also going to talk about what's going on for the culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So our teacher lounge section, I know we both we both can kind of talk about this. I know because we're going to dive a little bit deeper once we get to the message. But Again, Dr. C, I wanted you to talk about this uh, African-American framework, the AP course that College Board released and what's going on with about that. Let's talk about that. Yes. Yeah, so I found this article actually on from Education Week and it's from Navarro. It's the author. I want to give that author that credit. But mm-hmm. there's a new AP course about African-American history that drew national headlines during the months of February after the Florida Department of Education issued a letter to the college board banning the course for lacking educational value. And sorry, for let's restart. Okay. The new AP course about African-American history drew national headlines in recent weeks after the Florida Department of Education issued a letter to the college board banning the course for lacking educational value and historical accuracy and for alleging that it defied state law. College board sent a letter to its members stressing that no state will alter their contents of their course. And David Coleman, the CEO of the college board, stated anyone who reads the course outline and any student who takes the class will find the encounter with facts and evidence of African-American history and culture. There's so much in this that is fresh, surprising, alive, and actually we think it's a remarkable consensus that implement this course across the country and it's worth studying and worth noting. And that's what David Coleman, the CEO, said about the course. The offering has been in the works for some time. They took some time. They got feedback, survey results, 
They actually have some additional staff and college board and college professors be a part of the program as they gathered information and they researched topics that were more approachable to students. And they were able to issue out and provide topics and information that's going to help a student see an individual person's life come alive to the page. Basically, educators, like I said, were a part of it. Black students were a part of the makeup, about 14% of the nation's class of graduates in 2021. Only about 8% were exam test takers on the AP courses, according to College Board. So this program is actually going to bring more students in, have more interest, have some connection where people, where our students see people that look like them in the history books. And some of those things that they reference in regards to the Black community include Black Lives Matter, Origins, Impacts and Critics, the AIDS crisis in African-American health, intersectionality and the dimensions of Black experience. And there's some more, that's just a few, but just wanted to point out that those are some of the frameworks that's in the course. And the course is now full-fledged and available for students who take this class. And I'm glad that Dr. C shared that. I just want us to continue to highlight this topic every month. We're sharing this with you as one of the hot topics right now in the teacher lounge because we want to keep this conversation going because we see what's happening with African-American history. They don't mm-hmm. want our history to be discussed for some reason. And it's important for the African-American students that are in the schools to see themselves in the text. And to actually understand all of their history and what they have overcome to kind of encourage them and motivate them to be who they would like to be in the future. We all are superheroes. And I feel Mm -hmm. like everybody's story should be told, like the whole story, because there can be some positive impacts to that. So I just wanted to share that because I know that we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that as far as our topic. But thank you for sharing that. What do we have next, Dr. C? All right. We have compliance police. So our story for today is teacher gets into a fight with a student. And we will have that link on our YouTube page. But the Los Angeles district attorney actually dismissed the child abuse case against a former teacher who the video had surfaced. I actually saw it on social media, but it's actually a video of the teacher fighting the student. What happened was what happened was the teacher and the student got into an altercation. The student called that teacher who is African-American, the N-word. The student was Hispanic. He consistently called that teacher the N-word. He hit him with a basketball. They were in front of a group of students in the classroom. And it all stemmed from a uniform violation. And so he told him about the uniform. The student didn't want to hear it. He was in front of his classmates. He got upset. He started escalating. He started calling the teacher the N-word. He started approaching the teacher and getting that teacher's face. And a fight ensued. (laughs) And the fight ended after a security guard and other students from the room separated that teacher and the teenager. Just over time, the case was actually dismissed. But I can see how a teacher, not saying it's okay, but I can see how being in the situation and based on the history of that teacher, he said he actually was jumped by some students in the past. So he was already on the defense. 
That's what I'm getting at that. So he had gotten jumped by some students before. Nothing happened. Then this incident happened where this Hispanic student is calling him the N-word in his space and hitting him with a basketball, all because of a uniform infraction. So the charges were dismissed. The teacher, I think he retired from there. And like I said, we'll have the link there. But a global overarching message is I know it's hard out there, teachers. I know sometimes these kids, you know, they push our buttons. But we have mm-hmm. to be the bigger person, but we do have to defend ourselves too within reason. And I just say that because I, we've seen so many videos about teachers and students altercations. Mm-hmm. And so just our compliance police, teachers try to keep it together as much as possible. But when you are being threatened, you know, make sure that you follow the proper protocol because we want to make sure that you're safe. But we also want to make sure that you're respected. Exactly. Exactly correct. And I agree 100%. With you, I know we are in some challenging times and I hate to see those fights. I really do. And so, yeah, I'm just continuing to do my part in the community by trying to help teachers teach students. Um, And hopefully we can find a way to connect so that we can reduce the amount of violence that's happening. And so with that being said, that transitions us to our topic for today. And so we're going to be talking about a lot, but a lot of this is going to center around America confronting just Black history. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to talk about this AP course again. We're also going to share some very important African-Americans just kind of highlighting Black History Month. Uh, We also want to talk about some of our prominent women for women history as well. That's going to be the gist of the conversation. I just want to start it out again talking about just this AP course what could possibly be the reason why districts do not want to discuss the evolution of African-Americans over these last, who knows, 400 years, 500 years we've been in America? Um, I like to lean into curiosity and understand people who do not think like me. And so for the life of me, I just can't understand. Like I do know that the story can be brutal. Uncomfortable. Like I, and uncomfortable. Yes, it's brutal and it's uncomfortable. I do feel that if you label yourself as a particular race, that was involved with some, in some of this history, I do know that that can feel uncomfortable as well when you reflect on why you may have certain privileges or a certain lifestyle in the future. But the thing that I don't understand is there were two different groups of people and one of them has to understand their history. They have to understand why their elders may behave a certain way and why things are the way they are currently right now. Like, and you have to understand the past in order to make sense of the future. And so that's the part that I'm just trying to figure out, Dr. C. What you got to say about that? I'm just going back over through when I talked about it initially, and the course recognizes Black artists, inventors, and all who played a pivotal role in the civil rights movement. This is what the course is about. It pays mm-hmm. a lot of attention from 
people of faith and from all backgrounds and profound faith within the Black community. That's what the course is about. So I'm just trying to see how does that lack educational value, not knowing where you come from or not knowing the history of the civil rights movement and evolution for African-Americans and how the civil rights movement helped pivot us to where we are today. I don't see how that lacks educational value. Yeah. That puzzles me. Yeah. And I'm trying to think about some of the historical events I had to learn in history class. The first thing that comes to Christopher Columbus, but I'm trying to think about like, (laughs) why is that so important? And now even knowing that a lot of that is not even the truth. Truth, correct. Or the Native Americans were here first. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) What about, go back to that phrase again, educational value, value, and I think it said historical accuracy. Now that doesn't have historical accuracy. So yeah, lacking educational value and historical accuracy. That's yes. it. That's what that doesn't say. So, but that's Columbus. You know, that's, is that accuracy? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, like as I sit here and think, it's just like it still blows my mind to know that we live in 2023. Mm-hmm. And we have people that powerful in the United States of America. Groups of people mm-hmm. that can shut down the progress of a certain race having mm-hmm. an opportunity to learn about their history. Like, that's what we're talking about. We ain't talking about fighting nobody. We're talking about, no, y'all cannot take this course in colleges. In this state. In this in that state, state. In that state, you can't take it. It's bad. In, in this state. <laughs> no, not in this state. This is my state. Like you built all of that that's over there. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's 2023. And Ola, when you talk about when you learned about, you know, African-Americans, what time of year do we usually only learn about it? February. That's it. Okay. Yeah. This here is a course beyond February. So it's immersed all throughout the curriculum, a curriculum dedicated probably semester long or year long to learning about your culture. I would take that course over and over. We we talked about it. I'm a little history nerd. I'll be all up in there trying to learn all I can. No shade to Black History Month. I'm glad we get a month to focus on it. You know, Carter G. Woodson created it. He created it, Negro History Week in 1926, the second week of February to coincide with the birthdays of Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. And through our February Black History Month, that's when we learn all about our culture, our history, community events, churches, and everything to celebrate Black history. But it's only done during February. So now we have a course that's more than 28 days that can provide that foundational background for students to learn about history and things that's going to help promote them in the future. Yeah. All I can do is shake my head. I don't have a comment on that. (laughs) Yeah. But honestly, I do say say this. I'm optimistic. I do know that things will change over time. It's just things take time because where my grandmother was, we are not there anymore. Things look different, but it's not 
like it was back 82 years ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It ain't like that. And living in California in such a diverse area, I will say that this is what probably the country is going to look like 30, 40 years down the road. Mm -hmm. This whole thing is going to be mixed, a whole melting pot. That's because that's America. Yeah. That's what just California, that's America. I mean, the black, the Hispanic population, the Native Americans who, like I said, we don't even talk about them. They were here first. Correct. (laughs) You know, and then Europeans, Asian, you know, all so many cultures. Mm -hmm. So we have to make sure, you know, not only the black experience, but all the cultural experiences and all their contributions. Yeah. And it's just interesting that we said this because this course, AP course, you know, it lacks educational value because it's all focused on African-Americans. Is that what the issue is? So I'm just curious. Like I said, I applaud College Board for saying we're going to do this anyway and they're not going to sway us. And here right. it is. You can take it or leave it. And right. the whole course is they did a lot of research and they just didn't yeah. do anything half heartedly. They took some time to be intentional about the content and what's yeah. offered in there. So kudos to College Board. I hate that it's banned in some places, but I'm sure, like you said, things will change. People yeah. are voting in and out all the time. And where there's yeah. a will, there's a way. And if the content is meant to be out given out to anyone, it's going to get there anyways. Yeah, I think a good framework or curriculum to have in America could could be the history of how all of these cultures Correct. work together to create what we have now. Talk about the infighting, because like just like our families, our families have to fight a little bit just to learn a lesson, mm-hmm. and then we have to keep going. So let's talk about that, but let's talk about how at, in the end, we are coming together to create a better life for humanity. Like that, Mm -hmm. we got technology. We can talk on phones. We can drive cars. We can fly airplanes. Like we now can travel across the country and connect with other people. Like that is Mm -hmm. an amazing accomplishment for humanity. So I think if we shift it to just talk about collaboration and the lessons we had to learn by how to learning to unite, that would be a great history course. I think so, too. And I think just keeping this course here, because we do need to learn about the culture of African-Americans and accomplishments, but then also Correct. branching off to other cultures as well. Correct. That person, that certain leader of that state, he says that the whole course is pushing an agenda of intersectionality and activism. That's what mm-hmm. it does as well. And that the foundational is foundational to critical race theory. And it ranks people based on their race, wealth, gender, and sexual orientation. So that was their comment about it. I feel like you just give the information and children are going to make their own opinions anyway. You're not swaying. You're just providing facts about history and how those individuals have cultivated our history. Yeah, I agree 100%. On a lighter note, College Board is going to release the class. It will be launched nationally. For those of you who are listening in 2024 and 2025 during that school year. So if you hear anything about the course, just know that it's going to be full-fledged launch 24-25. So look out for it. Perfect. I want to go ahead and transition. I know we want to recognize some Black educators, and I know we also want to recognize 
some women as well for the month of March. And so I want to hand over that to Dr. C, if you want to talk about that. Sure. So our Uncut Educators, we want to recognize Black educators who contributed to education. And if you follow our social media, follow us on Facebook or Instagram, we actually give you a little synopsis about the persons, the actual contributions. But I'm just going to read through those names. Some of them we recognizing as educators that have done transformative work as far as Black History Month. But then some of them are women as well. So we celebrate those women because March is Women's History Month. So we have Rita Pearson, Carlotta Walls, Lanier, Kelly Miller, Charlotte Fortin Grimkin, Fanny Jackson Coppin, Mary McLeod Bethune, Inez Beverly Prosner, Dr. Janine L. Noble, Satima Posset Clark, Marva Collins, Edmund Gordon, and Charles Hamilton Houston. And if you want to know what these persons, individuals did that was uncut, please feel free, like I said, to go to our social media and we provide you that information. And if you have anyone that you want to recognize as an uncut educator, feel free to email us or go to our website and nominate a person who is doing that uncompromising, necessary, captivating, uplifting, and transformative work. We would love to recognize them on our platform. Nice, nice. I appreciate that. So before we end, we always like to end with a quote of a day, quote of the day. And so today I would like to share, for me, education means to inspire people to live more abundantly, to learn to begin with life as they find it and make it better. So providing that education for someone is the opportunity to allow people to create opportunities for themselves where it's unbreakable. You can make things come true if people just have that education. They can learn to use whatever is in front of them and create something out of that. And so those are some words that we want to leave with you all. And again, we want to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for following our pages. Please like us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Our podcast will be airing on Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Thank you again. We are Uncut and out.